We are back. Welcome in to the Jazz Nation podcast. This is the uh, the return. It's it's been a minute. I think it's been about five months since we last did this. That's right. But, but we're back, not only in audio form that your our beautiful voices that you can hear through your ears right now or your speakers, but also in visual form. That's wow. right. We're now you know we've caught up with technology kind of, and uh, we're now on the YouTube. Um, you can catch us, uh, the live, YouTube we're live streaming right now for the draft lottery tonight. But if you're listening to this later, we have a channel and you can watch the videos on there. Um, I'm not sure. Can you, do, I don't think you can search jazz nation podcast. I don't know. I'll have to figure out how the hell you'll find us on there, but jazz there's, nation a, news. there's, there's a link there for that. Cause you can find, let's see, let me gather this to say where we're at on everything at this point. I'm going to so, get a drink while you do this. We're on YouTube now. We're on the Facebook, the original page. We're on the Twitter. We're on Instagram, the TikTok. We're on the TikTok. I got to say the TikTok is doing good lately. Shout out to all you TikTok followers. Appreciate that. You can find the links for all these pages in one simple spot. Just go to linktree.com forward slash jazz nation news. And for all those newcomers, I have no idea who this other person is. that's on here with me. He is what we call the assistant to the host. Oh, by the way, I'm the host. My name's Daniel. Oh. I'm I forgot to mention, I'm the admin of all those Jazz Nation pages that you're following on all those pages. So if you're wondering who this guy is that's talking, wearing a John Deere hat, that's me. I'm getting on the guy that runs all those pages. The guy talking over there in the other box somewhere else, mm-hmm. his name is Will Wonder. Yes. He is the non-Jazz fan of the podcast. Right. He's here to kind of keep some sense in me and any other Jazz fans that are on here. Um, how's it going, Will Wonder? It's been a minute. It's been a long time. I'm good. Um, I've been enjoying, in a sense, trolling, not necessarily trolling, but debating jazz fans on Twitter that follow your page. It's been fun. Uh, and I'm excited for this, uh, for the lottery today. Like I said, I'm a magic fan. I have some skin in the game, but I would love for your for your jazz to get a good pick. Yeah. So uh, it's, uh, man, so th- like I said, before we start recording, I feel so embarrassed because like I'm so... As you should. Where where I'm at in recording is I call it my home office area, and I don't have a TV hooked up in here. And I, I literally realized this like five minutes before we started recording. I'm like, oh crap! How the hell am I going to watch the lottery? Um, so at this Can't current just, moment, for next time, just ask Ryan to send you one. He's got um, to hook up. Yeah, I'll pull it up on the old phone if I can figure that out. Honestly, yeah. though, maybe it'll be. You know what? You know, no, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let okay. you just tell me. You have it up there. Got it. I got it above. And yes. you can just be like, and break some news. If we okay. did get, you know, if we're stuck at nine, hopefully didn't follow 10. Um, yeah. Anyway, so it's draft lottery night. We thought this was the perfect night to bring the podcast back to, uh, you know, start the video channel. And uh, there's been some other exciting things that happened today for Jazz Nation. If, uh, if you didn't notice, we have some new logos going on. I want to give a special shout out to the person that helped design these for me. Her name is Kes, K-E-S. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at K-E-S dot N-L-S-N if you need some logo work done or branding or whatever. But she helped me out with those. Very much appreciate that. I have uh, I would say the feedback's been pretty positive on the new logos today. I mean, people, of course, love the mountain color logos more than the yellow, I understand. But, you know, that's the jazz colors right now. I got to... I got to kind of go along with the jazz colors, right? Yeah. What do you think, Mr. Non-Jazz fan? What is your thoughts on them? Uh, I like them. You know, you you and I have gone back and forth quite a bit about these. Uh, but 
I do. I, I don't love the yellow one, just the color scheme, but it is what it is. But yeah, I think they both look good. By the way, draft lottery starts in five seconds from what my TV is telling me. Woo, but it's not actually going to start then, but it's still exciting. But I appreciate the update. So yeah. um, since we're doing some draft lottery, we should might as well talk about the draft lottery in the Utah Probably Jazz. Should. So uh, as many of you listening right now know, the Jazz currently are in the ninth spot, but have an opportunity to move up or I guess even technically move down one spot. Let's True. hope not. Um, so here I'm going to get really geeky on everyone and give you the percentages for the Perfect. Utah Jazz on this, why, why things are getting underway here. So for the number 14th pick, the Jazz have a 0% chance of going through there. The number 13th yeah. pick, the Jazz have a 0% chance. The 12th pick, the Jazz have a 0.1% chance. Ugh, not good. But for the 11th pick, the Jazz have a 3.0% chance. There you go. But even worse, the Jazz at the number 10 pick have a 25.9% chance. Ugh. <laughs> Which is weird because that's an even bigger percentage than them just staying. Oh, wait. No, it's not. I'm so dumb. No, Sorry. no it's not. No, I, I just realized that. So the Jazz at the ninth pick have a 50.7% chance of staying there. Correct. Now here's where things get kind of weird and maybe you can help understand this and explain it to because I've tried to understand this and I feel even can't understand it. The Jazz have 0% chance of getting the 8th, 7th, 6th, and 5th pick. Mm. Can you quickly explain how that is? Well, or do you know? mathematics-wise, if you look at the other teams that have chances to get those picks, those percentages uh, equal to 100%, I believe. So in so a you sense, don't, you don't know Jazz don't have a chance. So, the so actual, if you look at Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, Charlotte, Portland, and Orlando doesn't have a chance to get the fifth. But if you look at that, that's why. Well, I mean, I watched some geeky video today, and I guess the official reasoning is that it's only the top four picks that are lotto chances. Right. Yep. Those other ones below it are all determined by, you know, the teams that are in those spots, like the Jazz with the ninth. So that's still kind of confusing, I understand, but it is what it is. So basically in a long version, or a short version, if the Jazz, if we do not hear the Jazz at the 10th or 9th spot, that means they have automatically moved into the 4th spot, at least. At least. So Big the time. Jazz the Jazz have a 5.7% chance of moving into the 4th spot. The Jazz have a 5.2% chance of moving into the 3rd spot. The Jazz have a 4.8% chance of moving into the 2nd spot. And the lady luck chance of it all, the Jazz have a 4.5% chance of moving into the number one pick. Right. Insert the meme from Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying we have a chance, you know, because we've all have seen that a million times now. So um, I, I, if you're, I mean, I know you're somewhat of a betting man. We do live in Utah where you're not supposed to bet, wink, wink. But if you were a yeah. betting man, what would you put your money on for the Jazz? Do you think they are staying in ninth? Well, if I'm, if I'm betting on it, yeah, nine. That's the best odds right there. Uh, it would be cool for them to fall in the top three. I mean, obviously, everyone and their mom wants Victor Webanyama. Everyone knows who he is. But two and three, those guys that are going to go there are no slouches either. And I think they'd – I mean, they're going to help any team that gets them. But, yeah, if I'm going to bet, I'm staying right there at nine for Utah. Also, another uh, kind of nerdy nat, nat, stat that kind of sucks for the Jazz. The Jazz have never, ever, ever moved up in a lottery spot like that. Wow. Never, ever, ever really ever, ever moved up like that. It's always, they've also, they've ever, you know, they've obviously probably moved back or have just stayed in the spots they were kind of supposed to have obviously. And they've, they've traded up when they've gotten to the draft and things like that. Mm -hmm. 
but uh yeah so well, here's the thing the with the jazz is they don't spend a lot of time in the lottery so exactly that's the know. other thing i mean we're this not is, like the Orlando my magic. super bowl every year yeah so. I, I really don't know how you do this this is <laughs> okay here's a here's something else i wanted to share why so how's it how's it going with the lottery right now they're just, just chatting. uh right now they're just talking about the different teams uh we're good they've shown okay. victor webanyama it's 2 a.m uh in france i believe so yeah they're just showing him showing different teams and talking about odds and, and such right they made him stay up for this i'm sure they didn't ma- I, he probably has a vested interest in wanting to know exactly where he's going so. the poor guy played a game today let him rest this is messed up yeah. all right so here's a there was a tweet today that i thought was very interesting that i wanted to uh, share this is from uh twitter handle at jazz jargon uh, just kind of giving some interesting odds here. So it says, you'll like this first one. In 1993, the Orlando Magic won the number one pick yep. with 1.52% odds. That's right. Got Chris Webber traded for Penny. In 2014, the Cleveland Cavaliers won the first pick with a 1.7% odds. Yeah. In 2008, Chicago Bulls won the number one pick with a 1.7% odds. In 2011... Cleveland did it again and got the first pick with a 2.8% odds. And in 2000, the New Jersey, I think they were the Nets then, won the first pick with a 4.4% odds. And, you know, the Jazz have a 4.5%. So, again, it's possible. we're just want to, you know, hopeful. And something else I've learned today that's kind of depressing. Hmm. A lot of you folks out there, you know, I see your comments. There, there are some really depressed folks that think the whole NBA is super rigged. Um, I don't explain, explain this to me. If you think, I just don't understand like, if you think the thing is so rigged, especially, you know, the lottery and the whole NBA, why do you watch it? Like it's, it's okay. Yeah. As, as somebody that runs a social media page, this is one of the things that I just never understand. If you, okay. Say I post something and you, the, I always get the comments of a don't care who cares, or you post something about the lottery. It's rigged. The NBA is rigged. <laughs> why, why are you wasting your time with it then? Like yeah. if you don't care about a post or if you don't care about the NBA and think it's, then why are you wasting your time with, I don't understand. Does right. that make sense to you at all? So when, uh, my pushback to them, cause there's always a, Oh, they just want the big markets to have the number one pick. I see that a lot. I see that it is rigged. So, you know, as a magic fan, you're telling me they want someone in Orlando last year, Paolo, they want a great player in Detroit. Cade Cunningham. They want Minnesota to have the number one pick, Anthony Edwards. Pelicans, who are an extremely small market team, Zion Williams, Williamson. Uh, Phoenix. I mean, is Phoenix a big market? I guess Matt Ishbia just paid a, a grip for it. But you just, you see what I'm saying? Like it, they'll say that when it fits a certain narrative that they don't like, right? Or it doesn't fit what they want. Now, if it, let's say, whatever team, Jazz, whomever, uh, gets the number one pick, then they they're not talking about that. Not talking about it's rigged. I also I I wish I I should have taken a snap of the tweet that I saw, but someone was talking about that, and it's just saying, you know, for all you people that think it's rigged, I mean, look at all these like you said, look at all these first picks. Like what those teams, wow, they've won a lot of rings lately. Not yeah. I mean, look at the poor Suns right now. That number one pick they recently got. Everyone's saying he's about to get traded this summer. So right, um, I can't imagine this job like being a, a the final call on who you pick as an NBA franchise, like. Watching these guys, all of them look good, you know, but what happens if Webanyama just is injury prone, right? And that picks out of here. What happens if Scoot is a head case? What happens if Brandon Miller's groin uh, re-aggravates constantly? Then then what? Or And then you look back at these other picks, like obviously Anthony Bennett at one point for the Cavs, people were like, why are they picking him? 
but uh number one picks don't always come to uh uh all-star fruition for their teams also it's uh let's also think about last year when a certain magic had the first pick and a certain yeah. co-host decision to those surely wasn't on the Paolo bandwagon remember you wanted somebody yeah. else yeah i wanted jabari what what i had said was that Paolo is the most nba ready at the moment but i think jabari will be better did and time make, will tell that did he huh? even make first team rookie at he all didn't, but he's in houston where he doesn't touch the ball boy nobody passes in the ball and that that's exactly what i said would happen to him well, once he gets uh, that addition of James Harden, I'm sure things will be just right for him yeah. over there in Houston. Eight, eight minutes until the reveal. Right now they are interviewing the Thompson Twins, which is a funny name to have. Shout out to my father-in-law, who's a Thompson Twins fan. Um, but that's where we're at right now. 7.55 until the so, reveal. So we got some time to to waste here. So here's right. what we should do then. Let's. Uh, I'm going to pull up a mock draft here. I'm I'm going to be honest with all you listening right now. Um, and I've, I've mentioned this on the pages and people have asked me when I've done some Q&As and whatnot. I don't know whole lot about these guys i actually know probably zero about these guys you watch I, utah jazz basketball i i watch the basketball i don't watch a lot of whole college and then i don't like i've always waited until the draft picks are set and then i like i know who guys like which players or who i should be looking at and then i get yeah. hardcore into it and look into that stuff but yeah so what i'm saying at this time that's a long-winded way of me saying i don't really know a lot about these guys i know that victor is going to be number one and for the longest time, I thought it Scoot was going to be number two, but it doesn't sound like he's even going to be number two. It's a possibility someone else could be. So yeah. let's take this time to look at some of the guys who are going to be in the Jazz's area, shall we, while we wait here just a little bit. And the, I'm going to looking at, right now, the Ringers mock draft. Your boy, Kevin O'Connor. I know you're a big KOC. Oh, you love yeah. him. Love KOC. <laughs> <laughs> That's very sarcastic, by the way. It's, yeah. So yeah. this mock draft, I think, if I recall right, it was just done yesterday. I'm sure he's going to have an updated one as soon as the lottery is over. Mm -hmm. But right now for the Jazz at number nine, he had – oh, this is the other thing, a, a stat that I'm just going to throw out there. And maybe you're going to tell me that, duh, it's obvious. But when I was looking over these guys today in kind of some mock drafts, the first thing I noticed, this is one hell of a young draft class. Like, Oh, I mean, that's just, how it's just going to be from now but, on. Yeah. So just looking in the first round, um, this is when I was looking at the NBA draft.net mock draft. Mm -hmm. There was three international players, four sophomores, two juniors, and only one senior in the first round. Yeah. All the rest of the players, 20 of them are freshmen. It's crazy. I mean, if I even recall right, the guy, the Anthony Black, freshman from Arkansas, he's only 18 right now. Yeah, they're all young. I mean, they're that's all just, super young. Can you imagine? Like, I think back to when we were like that age. There's no way. I was like, <laughs> like, dude, I'm about to, I got to go to the prayer. You couldn't even draft. get a job. Was, you know what I mean? You couldn't I'm, hold a job. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What the, <laughs> Much less go to the gym every day. I was working up. somewhere. I, but anyways, exactly. but it, I mean... Is that's just crazy? I mean, is that how it's been? I mean, maybe uh, you knew you were more. Bit, yeah. Like last year's draft was it this that young too of a class? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that yeah, why everyone? That's just. I mean, if you think about a team, and and my ring light is going out by the way, so I might get a little darker here. Um, if you think about a a team investing into players, they don't want someone that's twenty four, twenty five, because if you look at the average NBA career, guys aren't. Sh shocker you know what i'm saying a lot of guys aren't playing until their late 30s unless your name's lebron james so you're trying to get the most out of your um uh draft picks the longest amount so yeah i they they draft young and a lot of guys just go to college one and done or they're going to the g league so uh that that's the pool now a lot of guys don't even stay in college 
I mean, I guess that's why, like, you know, when you think of somebody like Ochai on the jazz right now, they think of him as an old man and he's what, I think he's like 21, 22 or something like that. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Just because he's in his twenties, they're like, that guy's old for the draft. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to me. Um, anyways, let's get back to here. So I'm looking at the mock draft on the ringer. And at this time, like I'm saying for the ninth pick, if the jazz stay in the ninth pick, they have the jazz taking Kaysen Wallace, a freshman from Kentucky. Yeah. Um, what do you know? Do you know anything about this Wallace guy? Would he be a good fit with the Jazz? I mean, he's really, really good defensively. Um, he might be like the best defensive guard in the whole draft. Really, really good on, in that aspect. On ball and off ball help help defense. Not amazing from three. 34% is what he shot. Um, he had a, a back injury at Kentucky that obviously had a missing a uh, decent amount of games. I like Wallace. There's a lot of other guys I like too, depending on where the jazz fall. I mean, I, I like you, you brought up Anthony black. I like him. He's a big guard, six foot seven, great court vision, not as good of a defender by any means as Wallace, but man, the dude is just like finds the open person all the time, half court, full court transition, whatever it may be. Again, not a great shooter either from outside more uh, gets to the cup and scores that way. But case Wallace is fine. I would probably go with Anthony Black if the Jazz can get him. So that's the one guy that I guess I've kind of looked into a little bit just because I, I think it was his hair that made me go, oh, this guy is interesting. <laughs> um, but so I kind of don't, watched don't, him. Don't go by hair. Alfred Payton had a crazy hair. And so I watched, watched some of his highlights, and then I listened to an interview that Tony Jones did today with David Locke, uh -huh. and he was talking about Black, and he was saying, you know, great defender and all this, but he's saying his problem was, because I think Locke had asked him, who's somebody you think, you know, is going to be a top 10 pick, but might fall. And he, or, you know, what's, what do they always say? If a pick is a bust, you know, is he's a bust. Oh. And he said, he said, I don't think black is going to be a bust, but if he doesn't get his offense right quick, yeah. then he could be, you know, people might call him a bust. And he says, it's really going to depend on who picks him. Like yeah. if he came to Utah, you know, Utah has known for their good development and getting players. Mm -hmm. But he's like, if he goes to another place where they don't have such a good development, it could be a downfall for him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways. So for me as a jazz fan, I, I mean, like I said, I, as little as I know, the thing I know for the jazz that they need is a point guard. Um, uh, Cause obviously we know, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker, he has an option. Is he going to opt in or opt out? But is, he's not even really a point guard. If we're no. all being honest, um, Jordan Clarkson, obviously we all know he's going to opt out. Is he going to return? Even if he does, the dude's not really a point guard. So yeah. They're kind of, I mean, if we're really looking at it, Taylor Horton Tucker and Clarkson are kind of the same. They love to get their points and that's right. where it is. With that I being the said, only, the only point guard on the roster is done, right? And, it, and is he even really a point guard? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, he's the closest thing. Exactly. So oh, with your that, boy Ryan Smith just sat down. We got one forty-seven until they do the reveal. So with that being said, I mean, I was kind of looking over and I didn't see a whole lot of point guards. It just says guards. I mean, is it just because that's the way the game is at this point? There's no, there's just all everyone's combo guards. Is there any real true good point guards available for the jazz in the top uh, 10? Uh, yes, there is. If the jazz find a way to get into that top three, ah. scoot is the guy to get, uh, again, not a great shooter from outside, but his athleticism, how strong he is, his ability to get to the cup. He's a good passer. And I think he'll be able to uh, improve the outside shooting. Like I look at scoot, like and jazz fans will probably be like, wow, oh, we don't want him then. But I look at him like Russell Westbrook right now. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, yeah, scoot would be the, 
the point guard. Everyone else is just good, right? Like they're decent. Uh, right now they're introducing everyone who's sitting up on the stage. I don't have my volume up. So some of these people, uh, I'm not going to know, but they are introducing, oh, there we go. Bob Webster representing Toronto, Nick Collison. Oh, wow. Representing OKC. Let's see who's next. Dallin Terry for Chicago. Hopefully Chicago doesn't move up. Uh, Nico Harrison for Dallas. I know we got some Dallas fans in here. Colin Sexton for your Utah Jazz. You know what? You know. Okay, can I just say something about that? You know who they should have had representing the Jazz for that thing? Oh. Um, I don't know actually. Oh, oh. Okay, yes, yeah, so that was it. Thank no. you for cutting me off. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. It, sh- it should have been Gail. Should have been Gail Miller. Let her have her. You know. Okay. I mean, My, I'm. Uh, I won't speak ill of Gail Miller. I don't know her, but I think there's a lot of other people that could. Ooh, Brandon Roy for Portland. Ten point five chance for the number one pick. Jeez, Mark Williams for Charlotte. I uh, listen. If Wembenyama goes to Charlotte, I am going to be sick. Uh, Eme, the new coach out there in Houston. I don't want him to go there either. And then they ben let Wallace him. For they let him be there. He's the head coach. I know, but I mean, I mean, just think, I don't know you. The, it's kind of a weird situation still. I don't know if they'd want to be there, but okay, sure. Why not? Well, if he's the coach, he's, he's the coach, I guess he's there. Let's see. All right. Now we've got some other gentlemen. I didn't see the names. Oh, the, they're handing the envelopes to the stage. Nobody's there to the stand. <laughs> Hopefully um, you guys are all just relying on us to tell you what's going on. And you're not watching because I'm, you know, I'm trying to do my best here. I think Mark Tatum's about to come out. This is there this he is. is suspense like walking no other. down the steps. Oh, he slipped. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He didn't. He's fine. Uh, NBA Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum. Here we go. Oh God, is this really happening? Just number like this? fourteen pick. Oh, goes to <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans. So okay. right now we're staying chalk. You know what I mean? They're going to get fourteen. They got fourteen. Thirteen. Let's see what we got. You got the percentages there. Toronto Raptors. At 13. And I believe they were supposed to be 13. Yes. 12. We have Oklahoma City. Oh, I shouldn't have looked at Twitter. Don't look at Twitter. What are you doing? Sorry. You always, you've been doing that for years. (laughs) So frustrating. Number 11 goes to, okay. It's my Orlando Magic from the Bulls. Thank you, Chicago. I hope you enjoyed Vucevic. Look at Down Terry has no idea what's going on. Wait, what? We don't get a pick. Why'd I come here? Number 10 goes to the Dallas Mavericks. Here we go. Number nine. It's the Jazz. Why would you do that? You take all suspense out for people that are watching this. You're awful. And now you're tweeting it, aren't you? You're tweeting it while we're here. Yeah. Okay. The Utah Jazz, number nine. Well, I mean, let's, dude, you even said the draft, you know, if you were a betting man, Okay. Well, we just buried this show. Okay. Ooh, no, oh, eight. Wash, uh, Washington. Okay. That's that. That stays. Okay. Sorry. I thought that was different. Seven should be the Pacers. If we're staying chalk, better not be Orlando. Pacers. Okay. This is the moment right here. Six, where we need the Portland Trailblazers and my Orlando Magic jump up to the top three. Top four, I mean. Damn it. All right. Orlando at six. So, so far, this is just staying how it should. Let's see what five goes to. Man, no drama at all. And you told... Oh! 
Detroit at five. Serious? Oh boy. Nice. So does that mean Portland moved up? That mean Portland moved up. Could See, potentially that's what, that's what get I was hoping. That's what I was. Oh, oh, oh. All right. See, now we got a, a little excitement, I guess. Uh, so we're going to wait. Obviously, this is where they go to commercial. So number nine. Number nine. Yeah, That's what you got. What do you want? You said you want a point guard. We need a guard. Oh, this is my thoughts with the Utah Jazz. If there isn't a great point guard or someone that truly stands out at number nine, why not just draft another position outside of center. Laurie Markinen is versatile in where he can play the four or the three. Obviously Walker Kessler uh, is great and he's going to stay right where he is at center. But outside of that, why not try to look for maybe a small forward, maybe a power forward, maybe a two guard. I know Ochai had a good end of the season, but. So, I mean, okay. What I'm saying is the jazz, the number one thing I, they need is a point guard. But with that being said, now they're the ninth pick. They'll obviously take the best available player. I don't now the best available player, quote unquote, is a big. I don't think they would take that. You know? Not a center, not a center. I'm saying I'm talking yeah. about maybe a power forward because Laurie is uh, Laurie is super versatile in what he can do and where he can play. So if there's a you know let's or or a small forward like let's say someone like Cam Whitmore falls down that far for whatever reason he's not going to but he would be a solid pick as, as, as a small forward taylor Hendricks is a pretty good power forward good rim protector can really 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 shoot from outside can play the pick and roll so i think that would be someone but there's there's i don't know to be honest and then you got grady dick who just seems to fit for the jazz You're just out there shooting threes i don't know so i mean like i again I'm um, just a broken record here. I don't know a whole lot about these guys, but like I, when I started looking over the mock drafts today, what I did notice, it seems like it's a very heavy shooting guard, small forward kind of dudes. And the, you know, obviously now we know it's ninth pick in that kind of area. Um, you were mentioning some guys there. Uh, we talked about, you know, I've heard the name Whitmore a lot for the jazz around that area. You know, I've heard, and this is going to be so much fun to say, I've heard a lot about Dick. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yes, we, we just got to put it out there. The first lame joke for there, you know. Um, but the thing, so like just the mock drafts I've looked over today, in the area of the Jazz Rat now, the, the ninth pick, one mock draft has guys there. The other mock draft has guys that are there like back farther. And it's kind of like they seem like they're all kind of over the place with that. Um, like like the Dick guy. I've seen him with the Jazz around ninth, and then I've had mm-hmm. seen other mock drafts where he's up there going like five, six. Yeah, and then- I don't think there's any way he goes that high. That I think the top five, I think the top six are locked as far as the players that will be uh, in the top six. Now, at where they end up outside of Wembenyama, you know, you could maybe make an argument, and we'll see who wins the lottery here. But or I guess who gets second, third, and fourth. You could make an argument that Brandon Miller and Scoot, one a team might want Miller over Scoot, a team might want Scoot over Miller. Then you have the Thompson twins that are inevitably going to go between four and six, more than likely. Maybe one of them slips to seven. Uh, Whitmore, though, I don't, I don't think he's getting out of the top six. So, speaking of the Tom, I mean that I've heard, you know, obviously for the while when I first started looking at the, these mock drafts, I would say earlier this. Well, about a week or so ago, it seemed yeah. like the Thompson twins are like one was getting drafted and then one was next. And now mm-hmm. as it's gotten closer to the lottery, 
one of them, and I believe it's Osser, if that's if that's I'm saying that right. Seems like he's he's the one that's kind of been slipping, and even I've seen him getting picked by the Jazz around the ninth spot. Um, what's 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 the deal with him? I guess. <laughs> I don't and know how do you say he, his name. Yeah, no, you got it, you got it. Um, I don't know why he would slip down to the Jazz's spot. Um, out of the two brothers, he's actually the better shooter, but that's not saying a lot because neither one of them can shoot very well. These two are just ridiculously athletic, like super athletic. The problem with them, again, is their shooting ability. Like uh, a man, the one who's supposed to go first or, or before, the first brother to be picked, I should say, there was defenses playing off of him in some of those G league games, like back, like they were doing the Russell Westbrook, like they do to Draymond green. Obviously he's a lot younger. So hopefully he could go to a team that works with them. Uh, and then the other brother, it's very similar. He shoots 60% from the free throw line. So, okay, real quick. Cause I, I, I already know who it is. If you had a guess of the remaining teams, you are who do such you, a, who, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you right now until it happens on your TV. Who do you think is going to get the number one pick? You already know. Yeah, um, I hope San Antonio gets the number one. San Antonio or Portland would be my hope. If Charlotte or Houston gets it, why even? I mean, okay, Houston number four. Okay, good. Did not need Wembenyama going there. That's a perfect spot for the Thompson twin. Three, Charlotte. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Portland. God, don't, please don't let Charlotte get the number one pick. Okay, yeah, there we go. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense for him to go to San Antonio with the number one. It's a good organization. Pop is like pop went through hell this year with some, you know, you all saw the roster and this is what he gets. So um, let's, let's just hurry. I'm going to do a quick recap of basically what's gone on the lottery here. So ahead. we'll just start at the 10th spot. So the uh, Dallas Mavericks get 10th spot. Jazz stay at the ninth spot. The wizards eighth Pacers seventh. Your magic at the six pistons yeah. fall to five. And then we get to, um, wait, who's at four? I'm four is Houston. It. Okay. I was like, I didn't see there. So Houston's yeah. at four Portland's at three Hornets at two and the mm -hmm. Spurs at number one. Now I got to say the first thing I saw out of, you know, I see the Spurs and I'm sure everyone's like, Oh, pop was Vic. That's going to be so fun. Does, does pop really want to deal? I mean, is he still have you think he still has the energy left to go through a whole nother? Because I mean, Victor, I don't know how good he's gonna be and whatever and such. Like that's gonna take some time. It's not like the first year and they're gonna be a title team the first year. Like, uh, does Pop have it in him? Or like are they I think I mean, I think so. I Pop is a great coach and, oh, and of course. And for this guy to be the most um uh the prospect that has the most hype behind him and most anticipated prospect since LeBron James I think that says a lot about how he can play like I he's obviously going to have to put on some a little bit of weight oh man they okay now they're getting ready to interview him out in France but um yeah I mean if I'm pop I'm I'm very excited right now and it's not like, you know, they, I think they have Vassal there. They got a couple of guys that can play. And if you can bring some guys that want to play uh, with Vic, then, I mean, they might be able to slip into that play in his rookie year. And if he's as special as a lot of people say he is, maybe even like that six seed, depending on what happens in the West, There's, it's going to be a wild off season. Yeah, I mean, I, I guarantee right now the Spurs, obviously they're excited about getting the first pick, but they've also got to start thinking like, we got to get some players around this guy because just even the guys you're naming right now, I'm like, huh, what? 
That's what? There's... Well, it's because you just watch Utah Jazz basketball. I'm telling yeah. you, some of these guys, Keldon Johnson is good. Jeremy Sohan was no, decent. I, I know, know but I mean? I'm just saying, like, I mean, you got to have – you're saying good and decent, but he's, they got to have some more guys there. So, Oh, no doubt. Yeah, they need a lot more than just those. But, I mean, this guy, again, if he is what he is all cracked up to be, and if you watch him play, he's very special. So, I mean, and then, okay, so as a Jazz fan, the first thing I started thinking of when I saw, okay, the Jazz are in ninth crap. <laughs> we all know the Jazz have three draft first-round draft picks this year. Yep. As a non-Jazz fan – um, Explain to me how there's no way in hell the Jazz are going to be able to move up at all. Or can they move up, do you think? Is there any teams, now that we know the set there, is there any teams there that you see that could say, you know what, we'll move back to the ninth. Jazz, give us your picks and we'll let you come move up. Or is the draft so so good that everyone's talking about that no one's going to want to trade their spot? I think if if I'm the Jazz, maybe you try to get up into that I don't think the top three, I don't think anyone's trading anything in that top three. Maybe you wiggle up into the sixth where Orlando is or seventh, but then what do you have to give up? I mean, there are guys like, uh, let's see who commented there. Braxton Hawes said Taylor Hendricks. I think he could be really good. Uh, Like I said, a really good rim protector. You're putting him next to Kessler and his ability to shoot outside as well and spread the floor along with Laurie, like, that could be pretty dangerous, but they have to be all in on a player in order to to move any of these picks. Uh, I just don't know if they are at this point. I could talk to some of my sources and find out. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know right now. So let's. I mean, let's talk about this too. You're an Orlando Magic fan, like you said. You have the sixth spot there. Yeah. What is it like as an Orlando Magic? What is it they need right now to get them to that next level of staying out of lottery and finally making the playoffs and continuing to stay in the playoffs? Yeah, I I, uh, I think realistically what they could get there and, and what I hope they get is someone like Cam Whitmore. I mean, they have they have Paolo, they have um, Wendell Carter, they have Franz Wagner, right? Uh, I would say their guard positions are aren't great. And that's because you have guys like Markel Fultz who can't seem to stay healthy. Suggs can't stay healthy. Cole Anthony, like for all that he does, he does a uh, he doesn't do a lot of other stuff, and he can shoot you out of games. Can also shoot you into games. Um, he's like a, a very young, not as good Jordan Clarkson. You know what I'm saying? Um, but realistically, they need a really good point guard. And if they were able to move maybe their picks and get someone who's more tenured right now, then I would believe in them. And then they're all going to be a year older too. Paolo had a good year, a really good year. Franz is, is a really good forward can play outside, can play inside. Carter's good young. Uh, I'm ex- I am. This is the first time in a long time that I've actually been really excited about the Orlando magic, which is sad, but it's true. So as of right now, I'm, I was trying to see if anyone's updated their mock drafts and it doesn't look like quite yet. Um, yeah, probably but, not. But um, see what your magic are the six pick, right? So this yeah. one actually, you know, they already had the magic at six and they, this is the NBA draft.net mock. They actually mm-hmm. have the magic taking Anthony black at six. Now as me as a jazz fan, that yeah. doesn't seem, that doesn't seem smart. Aren't you guys already guard heavy? No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, we may be guard heavy. I would love Anthony black. We don't need a guard. That's going to score. We need a guard that's going to facilitate for everyone else. And if his his uh, downfall or, what you know, what Tony Jones said, he has to work on his scoring. Like if he can just distribute the ball to Paolo, to Franz, to whomever we try to bring in at the two guard, I would love that. Um, 
but we'll see. I think Cam Whitmore is going to be a better pro, but I don't know how much run he gets. I mean, maybe you put him at the two, but I don't know if you can. Yeah, I don't know. So let me, I mean, my head just now, now, you know, it's the fun part about this. Now that we know the positions, it's all about, you know, figuring out players and stuff. It's also, you can start doing your crazy trade ideas. And I love coming up with trade, crazy trade ideas. So when I'm speaking to you as a magic fan, say the jazz were like, okay, they want a black and he's there available. And the jazz call the magic and say, look, we'll trade you the ninth pick, Mm the, the 16th pick and a future something, right? Whatever they can need to. And they also say, or would that be enough? Do you think to do that trade, or does it have to be something else too? I think that'd probably be enough—the ninth and the sixteenth, two picks, because you would still get a pretty decent player at nine. And I know Orlando needs shooting on the outside. Grady Dick should probably be there at nine. So yeah, I wouldn't be mad at it. Would I rather have Cam Whitmore? Yeah, but maybe Grady Dick just falls into that, you know, taller more athletic J.J. Redick role. I miss J.J. So, um, okay, now we obviously know the positions now for the Jazz and the draft. Now it's official, official. The Jazz will have the ninth pick. Um, obviously, they already know that they have the 16th pick, which is the Minnesota pick, and then also the 28th pick, which is from Brooklyn, yep. but it was technically the 76ers or something like that. Um, I'm going to make a, 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 a whatever right now a prediction prediction a bold uh, prediction a bold prediction a mm-hmm. uh one that probably I, won't happen something the utah jazz will not draft three players in the first round they will not i know we have three picks right now there's i'm saying this right now there is absolutely no mother effing way the jazz draft all three of them okay. um and i'll say this too the jazz right now do not have a second round pick in this year's draft I would say the Jazz end up. This is what I would see happening more. The Jazz will end up with a second round pick somehow mm-hmm. and get something there, but they will not have three first round picks. But why? Uh, why? Just because it just they just they don't need to add three more young guys and stuff. And honestly, like um, this summer, I mean, who like maybe it was Tony Jones again saying that this summer. Um, you know, free agency this summer is kind of whack. I mean, if, if you've I mean, looked it's, at the, it's Middleton. If you've looked at free agency, it's Westbrook. bad. I mean, even the guys that are like you're saying available, I mean, some of them have contracts or or player options stuff. It's kind of like the Clarkson situation. They're free agents, but are they really and stuff? But yeah, Westbrook's gonna be a free agent. Um, I think Chris Middleton uh, as Middleton well. Middleton player option. Does he have a player option? Um, but like the big ones, I mean, it's that Harden. Um, it's not very good of a free agency. I mean, if the dude that's on the Lakers right now is about to get paid, that tells you the free agency class. Now Austin I know he's Reed's had a good, to get paid. he's had a yeah. pretty good season, but is he going to be worth how much he's about to get paid? Probably. It's all not. relative to who's paying him. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that like, there's going to be some trades too that happen because, I mean, someone we always know what happens. Some player that's not talking right now in a yeah. couple weeks is going to say, you know what? Get me out of here. I mean, sure, but let's, let's but, be honest. All, all us Utah folks, we're, we're all sitting there watching and saying, keeping an eye on this whole Luca thing, right? Now, according to the comments, some people they don't want Luca, which I think is completely insane. But then they'll say, well, we want to trade for Dame. That's just because I mean, look, Dame and Lillard would be great, but I think you guys are just being homers yes, a little. Ties. You're just being a little bit of a homer with that whole talk, anyways. Do you th- maybe you, maybe one okay. of them says says this is I'm sick of being here. It's time for a trade. 
whatever. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. <laughs> um, you realistically think that Utah could pull off getting Luka Doncic here? Dude, I mean, they are sitting on Seriously. so many assets. No, they, okay, if we're being serious, serious, I don't think that the Mavs would trade him at all. Even if he said, I want to trade, they wouldn't trade him right now. I mm-hmm. think they would, I think the owner would have a hardcore sit down with him and say, dude, whatever you want, let's do it. I'll build you, you know, you want to bring your own car dealerships. You want your own strip club. You want your own bar. Let's build it. You know, everything everything you want, we're building it for you. You know, we're renaming this team, the Dallas Lucas. It's fine. You're, you're staying here. Um, I would say this. I, uh, a lot of players that especially now demand trades, they, they do it on the back and behind closed doors, they go public with it. They let the team know, uh, where they want to go or a list of teams they want to go to. Not saying that Luca wouldn't want to come to Utah and play with Laurie and a couple other guys, but Utah would have to more than likely give up someone like Laurie or Walker Kessler and then a grip of picks, which they do have, right? And Luka Doncic is an incredible player, one of the a, a top five player, which makes it so wild that they didn't even get into the playoffs. I know they sat some guys and what have you, um, but I don't see him on his list of teams. If Laurie has to get moved, Walker Kessler has to get moved saying, Hey, Utah's a spot for me just with what else is around. Right. Unless he's a big Fontecchio guy or Luca Samanick. Maybe him and Luca go back. You know what I mean? In the streets of where are they from again? I just my mind went blank. Sylvania? Okay. I mean, I know he is. I don't know about the other Luca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, which, which Luca are we talking about? The Jazz Luca or Either the future one. Jazz it doesn't Luka? matter. <laughs> um, you know, so I don't think I don't think Utah would be on his list at the moment. Now I, I don't think he's gonna get out this year either. I, I think all all star superstars that within the next year might be leaving their team. You could have someone like James Harden, all the rumors going to Houston. Uh, I said this on my podcast, which comes out tomorrow. Um, tomorrow being Wednesday, by the way, just Wednesday, in case. Apologies. Yes. Wednesday. <laughs> Joel Embiid might be that guy next year that says, all right, I'm done here. So, but I don't think Luke is that right now. So um, I don't even remember how we got into this tent. I think we were talking about, oh, free agency is going to be whack. Um, But trades, I mean, there's going to be, I mean, this summer could be, like I said, I believe Tony Jones was saying it. Maybe it was with that talk with uh, David Locke today. just saying, watch out for some crazy trades going on this year, just because, you know, people are going to, people are going to try and move. Even if it's not in the, you know, top 10 picks, there's still, according to Tony Jones, he thinks there's still going to be some players, you know, in the 10 to 20 range that, yeah, maybe they won't be starters and all-stars right away, but they could still help a team that's, you know, ready for the playoffs, like a Utah Jazz. Um, and that's, well, why, that's why I'm saying I don't get why they would trade picks. You, It's hard enough to get superstars here unless you're trading for superstars and you, and you package some of those picks. You've got guys at 16 that will be able to come in and help contribute off the bench, if anything. Guy like Jordan Hawkins, if he's there from UConn. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a tickle in my throat, everybody. Um, you know, I think he would be good there. Even at 28, there's guys that you could possibly get. 16, there's guys you could get as well. Chris Murray, Keegan Murray's brother. He's been slipping like crazy in mock drafts. And I'm not 100% sure why. I mean, if he has the the Murray DNA in him, I'd take a flyer on him at 16 or 28 without a doubt. 
Uh, by the way, I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, Chance Stark in our uh, YouTube chat here saying it's crazy the Jazz have never moved up. And that, I mean, it blew your mind when I told you that earlier. They've never moved up. I mean, the tradition lives on, unfortunately. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, that is nuts. There, there's been times where they probably should have, sure. Um, or there's times we've made trades and got up and got guys that no longer are on the team or playing in this country or even play anymore. Hey, How are you doing? It happens Cantor? to the best of us. All right. Well, I've got an updated mock here uh, that we can go over if we'd like to, and just maybe get to the jazz part here and yeah, uh, see what you think of this. Oh, now it's going all crazy. It's the website's crashing. Okay. So obviously we know Wemby's going number one to the Spurs without a doubt. Um, this, so again, I'm looking at NBA draft.net. This one mock has the number two. If, okay, we know Charlotte has the pick now. So you knowing that, you know, put on your Charlotte hat. What do you, who do you think they take it, take it number two? Uh, Miller. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what this I mock mean, has. Two and, and Ball don't make sense on the same team. Mm, so that makes up an, another interesting, do you think that pick's available at all or there's no way they're trading that? You never know with Charlotte. They're, they're a, pardon my language, they're a shit show over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the number third pick uh, going to Portland. This mock has them taking Scoot there. Um, End of so the Dame era then, huh? That's kind of, so, I mean, they're going, so that means they would have Dame, Scoot, That means and they would Anthony. trade Dame. What? Or do that they trade Anthony? No. Why would they trade him? It's time. Let, let him live. Let him go on a team that has a chance to win a title. He's been faithful and loyal enough. Get him somewhere where he can uh sniff a conference finals again i know he had that run a couple of years ago but he i mean if he doesn't he's gonna forever be one of those guys where they're like yeah he's good but he never won a title and i don't so think what, he wants that so what you're saying right now as a non-utah jazz fan is just an nba lover and stuff like that you're saying in a weird way the lottery balls might have actually just fallen in the jazz hands in a sense that by portland getting the third pick and if they take scoot that might actually be the door opening I think Dame's Dame gone. I, I thought I think Dame's gone before this. I thought Dame was gone this summer or next year. <clears throat> so, I'm, but this went. definitely helps that. Yeah, if hmm. if Scoot's the guy at number three, yeah. So I mean, so what you're saying? Come on, I, I need you to say it. There's a chance. There's always a chance for Dame to go to the Jazz. Mm hmm. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Now, okay. Now let's. Now let's. Let's. Let's goof around with this trade for a little, what would it take? Okay. You think if, if the jazz got on the phone and with Portland and they're saying, okay, hey, realistically, what do you need from us to make this deal happen? Well, money wise, I know Dame makes a lot and I don't have my, the numbers in front of me. So the, the money has to make sense. I don't know who the highest paid player on the jazz organization is right now. I would assume since Clarkson didn't opt in, he's out of the discussion. There is, is Laurie the highest paid dude on the roster? I mean, or calling Sexton, Sexton, but I mean, you could always, I mean, if it came to it, maybe if, if Portland wanted him and he could agree to it, there could always be a sign and trade with Clarkson, right. but I somehow doubt he I would mean, want to go to Portland in yeah. that kind of situation. It's like, come on, Jordan, take one for the team. You know, he's <laughs> like, no, sir. Um, maybe it's a three team thing. I mean, the jazz have the assets with the picks a hundred percent. They would have to move somebody worth having a younger, I mean, maybe Sexton's the guy, maybe Agbaji has to be in that trade as well, which if you're getting Damian Lillard, you're probably cool with, right? Like I'm asking you, you yeah. But outside of that, like I, I was looking at the jazz roster and there isn't a ton of 
assets that you would want to that a team would want another team would want outside of obviously you have Walker so, Kessler, which isn't going to get traded Larry marketing right as far as like an assets is contract wise I mean really it is it is Sexton and Kelly Olenek too just because he's on an expiring okay so I mean yeah he's, maybe maybe he's, he's a good player that's it. cheap but um anyway so jazz fans out there just so you know the non-jazz fan is saying you know by Portland getting that third pick and if they go the scoot route that could have Somehow, I think it, the door is wide the door. open for Dame. So just wide imagine open. this is the door, and you just went. Mm-hmm. Is that a good sound effect? No, oh, nope. sorry, that was bad, but it's fine. <laughs> so let's move on. Uh, the number four, Houston. Um, someone earlier in the chat was mentioning this guy, Taylor Hendricks, who wow. says as a power forward center. Why the hell would Houston need another big? I um, I don't think they take him. That yeah. I would say DraftNet is off with that. I think they take one of the Toms. I would th- would imagine they take a men Thompson. Uh, I like Hendricks a lot, a lot, a lot, but that's kind of Jabari. Um, Sangoon is there. Uh, I don't see them taking that. I think they go with with, with Thompson. I'm just going to throw this out there. I, I could see it. Re- I mean, again, I, my mind goes to trades on. I could see this being one of those, let's make a deal asset things where Houston trades with Charlotte to move up to two because they want a guard guy. And then they have the, you know, they can get the Brandon Miller guy if they want to, or they can take Scoot. Or um, there's this potential of the guy that's been in all the rumors recently who loves Houston, who truly enjoys the, um, after hours places there and just looked awful in his last playoff game. Maybe they package this pick uh, and then some guys on the team to head over to Philly and they get James Harden. Harden's a free agent, bro. Uh, I'm saying as, as a sign and trade, they don't have. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yes, of course, but as a sign and trade, because Philly's not going to just let him walk. Hey, see ya. Let me see a free agent. Especially Daryl Morey. They have a relationship. All right. Well, let's. uh, So the next pick that this uh, mock has at number five is the Detroit Pistons, and they take your Amen Thompson. Is that right? Amen. 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 Not Amen. Amen. So explain to me uh, these Thompson twins. I mean, why why is this one better than the other one? What's what am I missing here? I don't know if he's necessarily. I mean, they're both good. This one is slightly more athletic. Um, but they're both crazy athletic. I think the ceiling for these guys is really, really high. If they can get some resemblance, uh, some, uh, a shot, any type of shot, um, they would be really good in this league, but we'll, we have to wait and see, but yeah, he, I, I think he goes for, well, you're just, you're really hating on this mock is not working for you. Huh? I'm just saying, why the hell would Hendricks go to Houston? Maybe, I don't know. I think honestly, I mean, some of these earlier mocks probably at this time, they're just kind of doing best available to the And team I mean, this did stuff. come out like what three minutes after they announced the right. yeah. Okay. So I mean, next, like we already talked about the magic, they have them taking Anthony Black. Um, seven. So this is what I was talking about earlier with that with the is it Grady? Is that how you say his first name? Grady? Grady Dick. Yep. So, you know, they at they have him going seven to the Pacers. So mm-hmm. like I said, some mocks he's going this high, others he's available for the Jazz and they've been lower. So Yeah. He could be one of those guys that's just kind of all over the place in these mocks and people. I guarantee, I mean, if you're listening to this, Jazz fans, this is a name you're going to hear a lot probably with the Jazz and possibility. So This dude prepare- can shoot the lights out. Like, I'm, 
shoot. I'm just so is he the best three point in top ten? Would you say? Or is, uh, I or think is he. Uh, uh, I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure because I think he shot forty percent from three, which also is what Hendrick shot. So maybe you know similar, but from the field, from the actual field, he's probably the best shooter. I think he shot forty five percent at kansas and kansas is no like slouch of a college you know what i'm saying and well just prepare yourself everybody because it's going to happen a lot you know lots of jazz fans are going to say we got to draft dick if we draft dick i'm getting the jersey first and foremost so it's going to happen we're going to see a lot of it on social media just i'm telling you now prepare yourself yeah um next up number eight washington they have them taking the other thompson guy azure sure yeah i mean that's good um, and then number nine, this is, uh, I think the guy that you're saying would fit pretty well with the jazz cam Whitmore. I don't uh, see him going that low, but maybe, <clears throat> maybe, uh, it looks like he's a small forward six, seven from Villanova mm-hmm. freshman, of course, cause everyone's a freshman. Um, I mean, 18, wh- he's young, young, young. Like I, I think he's one of the youngest in the draft five months, you know, let's see if I can, is there any comparisons here? Let's see if I love the old comparisons here. I think, I think the Kevin O'Connor had one. So on the Kevin O'Connor one, I mean, he hasn't updated, but he, he had him going sixth year magic mm-hmm. at that time. That makes sense. Uh, it doesn't give me a. Did they give him a comp? Things. Let's see. I'm trying to pull it up here. He's kind of hard to have a comp for because he's, he's, I mean, he's six seven two thirty two, crazy explosive, strong. So it says six seven, two hundred thirty two pounds. Um, age okay. says this is a weird age. Eighteen. 18.9. What does that yeah. mean? Nine months? Yes. Wingspan, seven <laughs> foot. He's got a pretty big wingspan. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shades of a semi-truck with a Ferrari accelerator. There you go. That's what I'm saying. He's built like a freaking brick wall, and he's fast and explosive and says, <clears throat> good score. Says, got oh, that yeah. dog in him. Mm, one of my favorite things. I love dogs. No, there's no. It's not saying any comparison kind of things on this. It says big wing. Um, I mean, yeah, it says quite a bit there. I mean, minuses on him, lacks experience in the post, but his collection cool. of skills suggests he could become a mismatch attacker if he develops some moves. So, honestly, this kind I of feel I like mean, that's just, just Kevin just, O'Connor reaching for something. Yeah, just seems like a quick read on him. It just feels like it's almost like we were talking about with Black earlier. It really is going to depend where he goes as far as the development yeah. and stuff with him. So. Um, let's talk about real quick, uh, kind of could wrap things, get toward the end of here. The 16th pick, um, any guys that you, like you mentioned some of there earlier, some other guys yeah. that you think would be good in that area for the jazz. I know there was talk of some, obviously we all know about the Frenchman Wimby, but there was another French guy, I believe that was in that area. Do you know anything? Yeah. Uh, I haven't done, <clears throat> I haven't looked up anything on that French guy. Um, but I did, I've, I've seen him. I just haven't gotten to that point. Uh, Jordan Hawkins from Yukon. Six five guard. He he can really really score. He can shoot from anywhere. Would be a good replacement to someone like Jordan Clarkson. I'm not saying he's going to fill his role like from the jump, but in the coming years, uh, a lot of mocks had Kobe Lufkin from Michigan. I I myself like Hawkins a bit more. Then you have some uh, Jet Howard from Michigan as well. Shooter, not just not a good defender though. So I think at 16, if Jordan Hawkins is there, he's a solid pick. And again, I've seen so many different mocks that has Chris Murray, Keegan Murray's brother, in the 13 to 17 range, and then some that don't even have him in the first round. So I think if there's a way to get him at that 28 spot, that would be pretty tough because, I again, he's I think he's good. I thought his brother was good. 
he's not as good as his brother was in college, but still a, a solid basketball player that I think could contribute even in his rookie year, really. Yeah, so the mock that I'm looking at here, again, NBA draft.net mock, the latest updated version since the lottery. So mm-hmm. the guy that you mentioned, Murray, they have him going 18th to the Heat. Oh, um, okay. The, the, I guess there's actually two guys from France that are kind of in that range. There's the one that I was thinking of that I've heard is his name is Bill, B I L A L, Cola Bailey. B I L A L, that'd be Bilal. And then last name C O U L I B A L Y. Calibi? <laughs> exactly. You're talking yeah. like everyone's. Anyways, well, it's, you it's, said his name was Bill. Bill Bill? Bilal. So uh, yeah, the singer Bilal, this is saying he's a shooting guard, small forward, six foot six. Uh, there's also another French guy, but they have him going 19th. Um, who was okay? So on this mock for the Jazz at 16, they have them picking Maxwell Lewis, a shooting guard, small forward for Pepperdine, who's mm-hmm. a sophomore. So he's a little older than the other guys, being a, a sophomore. Experience. Okay. Um, and then if by chance the Jazz pick this other pick in the 28th, which I don't think they will. This mock has the Jazz taking a Derek Lively, a center from Duke, a freshman. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. Lively See, that's crazy. Would be good. Good See, backup. How, that's how you know it is a good draft, though, just in the sense that I just mentioned someone at the end of the first round, and you even know who he is. Well, I watch <laughs> a lot of college basketball, so don't don't um, don't gauge that on my on me, right? Let, well, let me just test you real quick. Do you know if I say Trey Alexander? Does that sound familiar, Creighton? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, for whatever reason, Creighton was on Fox a lot, not our local Fox channel, but Fox, yeah, sports. So I saw Creighton a bit. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the lottery's done. We know where we're going. So now the fun of tons of mocks, tons of possible fake trade trades. You're going to um, be fake trading that, that, what is it? What you don't use, uh, the trade machine on NBA, but what do you use? Fans oh, or something? Yeah. There's some other one. Well, you can involve picks. Yeah. You enjoy that one where they've actually updated the jazz logo. That's not been the jazz logo from like six years ago. So, you know, I, you know, I'm sorry, but if you're a big sport, who was it today? That's ESPN again. They still haven't updated the jazz. It's like, come on guys. Talk to Ryan, make it, get a change. I can't just you have his Ryan. ear. I don't have his ear. I have nothing of his. Don't lie to the people. Um, so we're going to kind of wrap things up here. I just want to give a special shout out. Thanks to all you that jumped on. I noticed, I mean, yeah. it's kind of now that we're kind of whittling down here, the numbers have come down, but at a time we were around 50 people that were watching. Yeah. With us, so that's shout pretty out to cool. Mike Thompson. Uh, he will be on my podcast tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, depending on when you're here. Shout out to Sebastian. I see you there. Braxton Hawks, Aaron, Aaron. He said, bruh. Yeah, uh, that was after it was announced where the Jazz were going. Shout out to Chance Stark. My guy, Dre Rocca, is in here as well. A lot of people. That was fun. Tom yeah. Fitton. We all know Tom Fitton. Uh, yeah, Brandon Rose. A lot of people came through. So thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, hopefully next time we do these kind of things, we'll be a little better at the start there. We yeah, I got to charge my ring light. Look at this piece. I charged it. Man, I just need a new one. His light went out. I have, so it's funny. I have this, look, for all you watching right now, you'll, I have this very, you know, kind of expensive setup thing here that's for the microphone and all that. Had it hooked up and stuff. We get on here and Will wonders like, dude, you sound like crap. Sound so, like he was in a, in a bathroom. So isn't it always amazing? Some technologies you get like, you know, the best of the good stuff and you go to use it and no, nope, I want to, I want to probably say it was user error because those roads uh, are generally pretty good. I mean, I know how to plug things in and stuff. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about the podcast here, I mean, we're back. 
when when will when will we have the next episode? Ah, not hundred percent sure. We're just gonna kind of have to go with that. But I'll yeah. say this to you, all you folks out there listening: um, the reason you know the podcast took kind of a break just because it wasn't it wasn't at the level I think either one of us would have liked it to have been at, um, and it just needed to refresh. So now that we've refreshed, I do have some interviews lined up. I'm not gonna say who they are yet, but there's we've Ryan. got some we've got some you know <laughs> former players possible current players lined up and things like yeah. that. So I, I just want to say that, you know, don't think that we just took a break and it was just cause we, 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 we were mad. We were thought we were too good for this all. I don't know. It's just, you know, it, yeah. it needed a refreshment. It needed a break and we had to regroup. So mm-hmm. we're back. Um, we don't know. I mean, I can't tell you right now when the next episode is going to be, but for sure, yeah, it depends you know, if something happens with the jazz, if there's a trade, Hey, let's hop on. If there's some uh, during the draft, of course, uh, summer league will probably, I mean, we'll be at summer league at some point. Right. I mean, uh, but yeah. what I'm saying, like, I can't tell you like every Wednesday, you know, we're going to have a new podcast. That's sure. what I'm trying to say. Like once at a week, it doesn't make sense. You know, when it, we'll get there again on some kind of schedule, but um, if you want to, hold on, let me say this. If you want a good weekly podcast, the will wonder pod is the place to go, right? I got a YouTube going, not like this. We don't have lives. We have interviews and I drop a episode every single week. So I mean, go. you know, we were going to get to your, I just wanted to point that out. So. If they do, if they need that weekly fix of my voice and they aren't uh, listening at this point. Well, also, so th- the point I was also trying to get to, I mean, there's a million freaking sports podcasts, all you guys out there. I mean, I, th- I didn't want just this jazz podcast to be another one that's there and it's on your, you know, it's on your thing there. You subscribe, but do you really ever yeah. listen to it and pay attention? And you know, I'd, I'd like it to get to a higher up. Will it ever be to the Bill Simmons level? Well, maybe one day, but is that, hopefully does hey, that make sense? We just, we, yeah, just we just want to give to you a, a quality product. Quality. Right? There you go. I don't know why and, I couldn't think of that word. Well, you sometimes you struggle with your words and that's okay. That's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited for the potential interviews that we have lined up. I'm excited for, you know, once this jazz season starts, I obviously will be back around the draft for sure. Um, and, and you will just go from there, man. But I think it's, uh, like you said, there are so many podcasts that, uh, come out weekly and I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't listen to a lot of jazz podcasts. I follow the NBA like crazy basketball in general. Um, but we just wanted to give something that wasn't watered down us just coming on being like, so the jazz lost to the trailblazers. Damian Lillard had 48 points. And what do you think the jazz need to do to get better? Plus, you know, another thing, and we're going to have to experiment this more. Obviously, there's some comments here. I wanted to make it so it was actually available for people could interact with it and stuff like that, too. So yeah, that's fun. Um, kind of have an announcement to make it this at the end of the whole thing here. So can I shout out Z-Dog? He just jumped in here. Shout, shout out, out to Z-Dog. The Z-Dog. So um, what's the, so I'll say this. So a couple months ago, get we're going to get a little real real here for a second. Oh, okay, I'm going to sit back. A couple months ago, I got released from my job. So at this point, I've, you know, took some months. So another reason the podcast has been away, I had to do some reflection in life. Sometimes you got to, you know, actually think over things and realize what you want to do. So mm-hmm. with that being said, I, you know, I've recently talked it over, family, wife, got some advice from some people that I trust that are, you know, local in the community that are Shout out to very, Ryan. very smart folks. And, you know, I've decided at this point, I'm going to try and make this Jazz Nation thing like my full-time job. So that means... Yeah. 
that means I'm trying to take, you know, obviously I'm talking about the podcast, but there's going to be other things coming along that are going to be to the next level of things. So mm, what I, I don't mean, even know about these. I'm excited. So what I'm talking about, you know, obviously we redid the logo. That's, you know, I want, I needed to make it look more professional and update and things like that. We're talking about summer league, you know, I'm trying to get us, I'm still t- in communication, but I'm trying to get it so we can go there and actually communicate, like be like with the media. <laughs> we need so that. like we can, we in, you know, that. interviews and stuff like that. Um, I'm talking about, you know, I've already said I've got things lined up for the podcast with interviews with former players and stuff like that, but I'm still working out how it's going to be done, but there's going to be some kind of, you know, obviously I'm talking about this is going to be my full-time job. Well, full-time job means I got to have some kind of, if we're all talking about real, real, there's got to be income with it, right? Like I've got to have to have a way. That's a a part of a job. I've got to, you know, everyone listening, I'm sure you understand unless you're under the age of like 18, but maybe you don't quite understand yet, but you got to provide for your family and stuff like that. So, Long-winded Sierra is saying there's going to be sometime soon announcements about um, Jazz Nation. We're going to have like a subscription kind of situation thing. Um, still, don't, like I said, I'm still working out and things like that. But basically what's going to happen is there's going to be opportunities when you subscribe to be part of the podcast. And we'll do podcasts where, you know, I'll set it up where we'll do in-person podcasts. If we go to a venue of some sorts, a sports bar, wherever, something, you know, I'm just saying whatever. Sure. And we, we have people there and we're just recording together and we do a Q and A together. Or even an idea that I think might be fun is for us older folks, we go do a drunk podcast recording and oh, watch a game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were uncertain where that one was going. When you said older folks, I didn't know where you were going. So again, these are just like ideas that are still being thrown around. I've got to figure these things out, but the, you know, like when I'm talking about guests being on the podcast, when we have guests on, I would like to get questions from people, but the people I'm going to get questions from are those that are subscribed. Does that make sense? So subscribers provide the fan questions. There we go. So this is a long way of saying I'm ending this podcast by letting you know, the jazz nation is going to another level, but I can only take it to the other level with everyone's help out there. So obviously if you're listening to this right now, that means you're already a pretty hardcore jazz fan, a hardcore jazz nation follower. I appreciate that. But you know, we're we're going to the next level. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta show some love and appreciation back. So be ready for that. Here's all I'm saying. Um, excited to take it there. This is all news. I haven't even said this stuff to the co-host here. You didn't know anything about this. So this is all brand new information and it'll be fun and exciting. Um, but yeah, once I have more, I mean, Oh, other stuff, merch, merch will be on the way and stuff. Merch, so got to get the merch out there stuff. I know we've done stickers in the past. People love the stickers. We'll get some more stickers out and things Can like I that. I say something about the stickers. Okay. They're top tier quality, right? Which I didn't expect anything less. I am befuddled on how many people bought stickers without seeing them. Yeah. That just goes to show that you have a very loyal, a fan base and that's a you know applaud to you that people trust you enough to just buy some stickers they haven't even seen yeah shout out to everyone i mean when before i even put the new logos out i just did a thing saying you want your first chance to see the new logos you gotta yeah buy these stickers and yeah. they start out within a couple of days so shout out to Crazy. everyone that did i got that. stickers too if anyone's interested in the will wonder bottom of appreciate, right there, but go ahead. appreciate that all right <laughs> now that i've done my whole spiel here now it's your time for you to do your spiel sister yeah. house um, you know, until you this, yeah, until this gets big, I'm still going to keep my day job. Uh, but you know, I'd love to just do this full time. So you guys think about that. Uh, but until then, if, like I said, you need your will wonder fix, you need basketball fix, uh, come over to the will wonder pod. I do have a YouTube where I do interviews. Uh, there's specials on there right now. There's going to be a lot of other random fun stuff that I do on there all around basketball, maybe some comedy stuff. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but on the audio formats, every week it comes out, 
late, late Tuesday nights, but I let everyone know it's out on Wednesdays. We talk hoops. We talk NFL. Once the NFL heats up uh, every week until August 11th, I am a big hip hop fan. Backwards, as you can see here. <laughs> I got to get used to that. Uh, huge hip hop fan. It's in my DNA. It's in my blood. And Daniel just disappeared, but I'll keep talking. <clears throat> um, so every week we celebrate hip hop. It is turning 50 years old this year. So it's very important to me. August 11th, 2023, it turns 50. So every week we celebrate. You good? Uh, every week we celebrate that. And um, yeah, come check us out. Will Wonderpod at the Will Wonderpod on Instagram. If you want to follow me and argue with me, as long as you're not an awful human being that says nasty things. Uh, I love to debate on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder on Twitter. Can I just say, so when I just disappeared for a second, did you hear me like say anything? No, nah, you were gone. Because okay, okay, it was funny. All I did is I accidentally hit something on my mouse and all of a sudden my page is like, I was gone. I was like yeah, to another yeah. tab. So I was like, I just kept it going. I was like, oh, bleep, bleep, bleep. I thought I had just like <laughs> screwed up the whole feed of everything. Anyways, so Wow. Uh, Man, we got an hour and 13 minutes. This, is, this has been fun. Shout out to everyone again that participated and hung out with us during this. Uh, appreciate all of you that came onto the YouTube and watched along with us. Uh, again, the audio will be out there. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor FM. I know you guys have told me I got to get on some other stuff, I think like Stitcher and stuff. So I'll work on getting it on just like all the platforms there. But uh, again, make sure you find us on YouTube. Um, I don't know how the hell you search it on YouTube, but if you just go to linktree.com forward slash jazz nation news, all the, the links YouTube. for everything are right there for you. <laughs> um, appreciate you guys for listening, for watching jazz with the ninth pick. We'll do what we do with it. And we'll be back with another edition of the jazz nation podcast soon. See you guys later. Bye-bye.